1: Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishel with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. We've got a great show coming up for you. You know, lots of things are happening in the gambling world, whether it be states proposing new legislation for online casinos or sports books, or even deals made between sports betting operators and casinos and even sports bars. The news is coming at us fast and furious, and there's only one place I go to get all the news when it comes to gambling, and that's usbets.com. And what better way to keep us up to date on what's going on in the gambling world is to talk with Adam Small from usbets.com. And that's exactly what we're going to do when we come back after this. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards.
2: And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16 because without it, no, no free, free stuff. stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com.
1: Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. Do you wake up with a sore neck or a bad back? Or maybe you just had an awful night's sleep? Maybe it's the bed, right? Well, maybe it's not your bed. Maybe it's your pillow. That's why I use my pillow. I sleep great at night and wake up pain-free. And now there's a great deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio 4-Pack Special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913. That's 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get two MyPillow Premium Pillows and two Go Anywhere Pillows, all for one low price when you check out with our promo code cards. You've heard the commercials about the 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty, and its patented interlocking fill. But really, get My Pillow because you deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and healing sleep. That's the Radio 4-Pack Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with
0: MyPillow. You're listening to House of Cards.
1: Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishattle with you. You know, when it comes to gambling in this country, a number of states are making moves with regard to gambling expansion, sports betting, and legislation. Some sports books operators are even making deals that could change the face of the sports betting business. And as always, to keep us up to date about what's going on in the betting world, we have Adam Small from USBets.com. Adam, thanks for joining us.
3: Great to be back, as always. It's always happy to be on this show.
1: It's great to have you. But before we get into the legislations of the states and what's going on in the country and the news, U.S. Bets is affiliated with NJOnlineGambling.com, and they just broke a major story about online gambling and online casinos in New Jersey. For people who haven't looked at it yet, can you tell us what that big story was?
3: Yes, thanks. Uh, So uh, Eric Raskin spent a few weeks researching this before we were able to get the story out. It's uh, it's a long form story, longer than a lot of the content we usually put out day to day. And uh, it goes into detail about how some advantage gamblers, uh, people who who try to win at casino games basically, uh, found an edge in a game called Ocean Magic that they were playing in casinos in Las Vegas. And it's a game that's all over the world. Uh, It's a slot machine and they figured out that right when you start the game that the uh, wild bubbles that exist that kind of are kind of like a bonus round in the slot game were in a position that puts the player at, a, at an advantage for the first few spins. And they figured out that they could do that at every denomination. Like if they move from $1 to $2, the game starts over again, and they were able to take advantage of this. Uh, this advantageous situation for players, again, for the first four spins. And uh, they discovered uh, after a bit that this game was actually online at online casinos in New Jersey. And all of them flew to New Jersey. There were about 10 players and uh, signed up accounts on all the different online casinos in New Jersey that had this game and just tried to take it for as much as they could before getting discovered. It took them about a week before the game came down everywhere in New Jersey. <laughs> but in the meantime, this group of players collectively had won about $900,000 playing this game. Just from spinning a few times, they were able to spin for uh, denominations as high as $3,000 to spin. And in some cases, were winning as much as a couple hundred thousand dollars from a single online casino. And, uh, and so uh, these guys made a killing over a period of a few days. And then when it came time to get their payouts, uh, some of the casinos didn't give them a problem. And a couple of them have just held up the process. They've mostly been paid by now as the time of this recording, possibly by the time uh, your listeners are listening, they'll have all already been paid because we believe that that is ultimately But there are a couple of uh, online casinos that are actually saying they're just not going to pay them. And uh, well, really, just Borgata, the main one, is just basically saying, we're not going to give you this money because you violated our.
1: I'm curious of the legal basis of why the casinos would withheld their winnings. I mean, are they gave no explanation. I know on the gaming floor, there's always the excuse, well, there was something wrong with the game, so that would void a jackpot. But for online casinos, I can't see that would be the problem.
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there is a legal basis. I don't think that there is any legal basis for withholding their winnings. I think that the online casinos are, are upset that, you know, they didn't catch this before putting this game live on their sites and uh, and are reviewing the situation and possibly the DGEs reviewing it as well. And, uh, and, you know, I think what's ultimately going to happen is that everyone, including Borgata, is going to be forced to pay because you can't just decide that Because you put a game up and somebody won money at it that you're not going to pay out. And so I think that that is where that's where things are headed in the end.
1: You know, it it was an amazing story by Eric Raskin. He did a great job. Uh, Where does this go from here? Are, Are there rules and regulations that people are thinking about in the future to prevent this? Or it's something that happens and, you know, that's the disadvantage of being an online casino in this country?
3: i mean I think that you know being i mean a disadvantage of being an online casino it, 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 what do you mean by that is just that they they're forced to pay yeah. out um, you know when they have a flawed game, yes I mean you know you if players are going in and losing money in that game, the casinos aren't giving it back, so um you know they don't they don't really have a legal option in a regulated environment to just decide that because someone won that they're not going to pay out then they're just you know giving themselves a hundred percent chance to win which pretty pretty well violates the uh you know the 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 trust the trust uh between the consumer and the casino and why would anyone play why would anyone gamble if they weren't going to get paid for winning
1: hold that thought and we'll be right back with more house of cards right after this quick break
0: happier. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped, the itching has stopped. Since
3: 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries.
2: And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The
3: omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa, the digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food.
2: Dynavite is nutrition.
0: Dynavite for life.
2: Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help.
1: 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E
0: dot com.
1: You're listening to the House of Cards.
0: Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid! What do you mean?
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Shuttle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com. Sorry about the interruption. Radio has to do its business. Why don't you continue on with what you were saying?
3: So, um, you know, there, there wasn't any, there's not anything laid out that suggests that players can't play only four spins a slot or, or something sure. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, maybe an offshore casino would just say, you know, screw you. I'm not going to pay you, and I don't care. I don't want you as a customer anyway. But um, you know, when it's a when it's a regulated environment, there has to be a procedure, and it's got to be uniform for all customers. And unless there's some way to prove that these people were somehow manipulating the game, like changing the game in some way that made it favorable to them, then I don't I don't see how how the casinos could have a, a case in these kind of situations. I mean. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a little different when you talk about even the Phil Ivy case, which you know, uh, interestingly enough, involves Borgata too. Of course, sure, sure. Um, you know, Ivy was changing the game somewhat. He was requesting certain things to be changed, which the, which the casino did
2: agree to. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it, it did sort of
3: alter like what the rules and what the situation was in the game uh, in his favor um and sort of against the spirit of um you know what the casino is trying to offer i mean it's a really interesting case and it's been quite a saga and a lot of people disagree on you know who's wrong and who's right there but it is a little different at least whereas in this case these guys did not do anything to manipulate the game they no, absolutely not simply played it as it was and realized that if they play a certain number of trials without playing it for a long time that
1: Yeah, it's absolutely an amazing story. Uh, NjonlineGambling.com, it's up there now, and I guess USBets.com will have it soon on its site. Yeah, we'll
3: be putting up a link on USBets. A lot of people show up there for for our content in general, and we want to make sure they can find the article.
1: uh, I suggest everyone read it because I I think it will have ramifications in New Jersey. Um, But, you know, I I want to turn our focus on some other states other than New Jersey, and I'm sure... I'm sure the other states are looking at New Jersey to see how they handle this problem. But I I want to get your picture of what's going on in the entire country. And I want to start with your home state of West Virginia. You know, a few months ago, you told me, keep an eye on West Virginia. And they have done some amazing things in 2018, whether it be opening up a sports book or going live with their sports betting app. Right now, what's going on with West Virginia and what can we expect from 2019?
3: Well, what's going on in West Virginia so far is that they were uh, an early adopter of, of brick-and-mortar sports betting last year, passing a law before PASPA even fell. Um, big thanks to uh, the, 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 at the time, Lottery General Counsel there, Danielle Floyd, who really uh, took a leading role and did a, did a fantastic job shepherding that through.
1: Talking about the other states that might be going into iGaming, I just read on USBets.com about a state that I really wasn't thinking about. And when we're talking about online poker, that's Kentucky. What is the status right now with regard to the proposed legislation in Kentucky? Do they have the votes? Is it going to come up for a vote? What's going on in Kentucky?
3: Yeah, it sure looks like it's going to happen um, in Kentucky for sure. I mean, it, it, it looks like one of the states that's very likely uh moving forward with that uh they've got a law on or a bill going through the process that uh is for both online poker and sports betting it does not include online casino gaming and uh <clears throat> right now i, I believe the uh, as far as i can recall in my mind i believe the law the the bill has in person registration which we hope goes away because it's so much it's just so much better for online. If you can register from home, you don't have to physically go in a casino to do that. I know there are certain interests that prefer in person because it, it keeps the competition away. But, uh, we, we certainly, uh, are our perspective on it is that we prefer online registration. and We seen that work much better in New Jersey, whereas in-person registration in, in Nevada has kind of really held back the growth of sports betting there. So, um, yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky seems to be moving forward, at least with poker and sports betting, and I, I think that that's something that's going to happen. I think it's a state that's going to move ahead, and I'd like to just toot my own horn for a second here. I was saying in, uh, in interviews way back in 2013 uh, with a couple of publications, they were asking what are going to be the next states to have online poker, and I know it's been six years now and a lot's changed, but... I always, uh, I always said Kentucky was a dark horse to be one of the early adopters there because uh, Churchill Downs was always really interested in that business sure. and had made an investment in buying Bluff Magazine, which is now uh, not as much as it was back then, but still something that Churchill Downs has spent money in, put some chips on the table, and, uh, and they want they want to play in that market. And they've got a lot of power in Kentucky, so I think they're definitely behind a lot of the progress there.
1: Uh, you know, we're talking about online poker and some of the legislation has, you know, the change in the Department of Justice feeling toward online games. Have that has that kind of, you know, affected the legislation that's being proposed or are they just moving forward just as it never happened? The DOJ's change in opinion.
3: You, you mean the, the Wire Act? The yeah, opinion the Wire that Act. Came out. Yeah. yeah, I mean. It's hard to say, it's hard to say what the intangible effects of a thing are. Um, certainly I, I would assume there are at least some people out there who see the wire act opinion as, uh, something that would give them pause about passing legislation to legalize online gaming in a new state. And I think, you know, a couple of years from now, if nothing has changed, uh, in terms of that wire act opinion or you know, there are a number of lawsuits, surrounding that now, but if nothing's changed with any of that in a couple years, I think we'll be able to look back and have a clearer picture of how that opinion affected progress. Uh, But that being said, it does not seem like the states are holding back right now. It seems like states are thinking that they can still legalize online casinos and online poker and online sports betting. and, uh, And even with poker, in the case of West Virginia, the, uh, the, the law that seems to be moving through explicitly allows interstate online poker. So um, I, it doesn't seem to me like people are very scared right now of that opinion.
1: Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. You hear all that noise behind me that's a casino floor in atlantic city even though i'm around all this excitement i still need a good night's sleep and that's why i bring my pillow everywhere now don't get me wrong the hotel rooms here are very comfortable but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck that's why my pillow is a must for me when i travel and now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at my pillow for a limited time house of cards listeners can receive a very special offer
0: We're Homevestors, the we-buy-ugly-houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman, UGG, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one homebuyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866 i want UG 866 i want UG.
1: New Jersey's online gambling market is loaded with so many different sites and all kinds of promotions, it's enough to make your head spin like the reels on an old-time Atlantic City slot machine. So how do you make sense of all that information floating out there in cyberspace? Well, you don't have to. That's because the folks at NJOnlineGambling.com have done all of that for you njonlinegambling.com is your complete resource for all the online sites in new jersey which games have the biggest jackpots njonlinegambling.com has the answer which sites use paypal for deposits njonlinegambling.com has the answer njonlinegambling.com is the most trusted guide to the new jersey online gambling market industry news site reviews the latest slots table games poker they got it all in one spot it's the ultimate resource for online players in new jersey They even got the best sign-up offers, better than some of the ones being offered by the online casinos themselves. Look, they say bet with your head, so why not do the same before you bet? And check out NJOnlineGambling.com, the most trusted resource around for New Jersey's online gambling market. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. Bright Tech offers unique no-dust lighting products that fit right into your home. No construction required. Elevated design should be available to everyone, not just the folks with the big bank accounts. Trick out your living room. Create your perfect reading nook. Whatever the situation, Bright Tech has a lighting solution for you. And now get 5% off of your entire order when using our promo code RADIO5OFF at checkout. Head on over to brighttechshop.com and start designing the life you want. Bright Tech, your bright life realized. Hey, this is Dave Shadow from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of March 4th, 2019. Caesars Entertainment and DraftKings have inked a multi-year partnership deal. Under the agreement, Caesars will receive an equity stake in DraftKings, and DraftKings will have the opportunity to offer online casinos and sports betting in the 13 states where Caesars currently operates. DraftKings would still need to receive licenses in those states in order to operate online casinos and sportsbooks. Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts is on track to get its first casino. According to the Wampanoag Tribe, construction will start next month on the 10,000-square-foot facility, which will have around 250 electronic gambling machines. It is estimated that it will take six months to complete construction and will employ 100 full and part-time employees. And finally, the Aria is taking Phil Ivey's name off their high-roller poker room. The room was named the Ivy Room in 2010. However, the area did not link the renaming of the room to Ivy's recent court battle with the Borgata, in which a judge ruled Ivy used unfair means to win at Baccarat. A spokesman for the area said it was just time to rename the room. The room will now be named Table 1. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Welcome back to House of Cards, Dave shuttle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com. Sorry about the interruption, radio has to do its business. Why don't you continue on with what you were saying?
3: And, uh, you know, it's it remains to be seen if there will be any actual legal repercussions, if there will be any uh, action by the DOJ to try to enforce this. I'm, I'm pretty skeptical of it personally just because uh, the Wire Act has such a a flimsy history of, of holding up in court against anything other than mob-related <laughs> interstate sports betting activity. So, um, and by flimsy, I mean it really has no no history of succeeding uh, with anything uh, in regards to poker or other games. So, um, in spite of the opinion, it seems like it seems like the industry and legislatures are moving forward. And there's actually been just an incredible amount of activity on that front, uh, particularly for sports betting, in the last few weeks.
1: You know, another state I'm interested in is Illinois. I know whenever you have a state with a metropolis in it like Chicago, I would expect the gambling revenue to be pretty large. And I know the governor stated that he hopes to see about $200 million in licensing fees from legalized sports betting. Where is Illinois in their gambling expansion efforts?
3: Illinois always seems to be close. But um, I say that with the caveat that that is not a new thing. That's not a post-PASTA thing. It's just um, the way it's been for a while. It was almost two years ago now, right around the end of May 2017, when uh, an iGaming uh, bill actually passed one of the houses of the Illinois legislature, I can't remember if it was the uh, House or the Senate. On this very topic just a couple months ago
1: Speaking of a state that has a large city and a large population, uh, Massachusetts is eyeing some gambling expansion legislation. I know Boston is going to open up a new casino this summer, and Governor Charlie Baker put forth his own proposal on legalizing sports betting. Uh, where is Massachusetts right now with regard to legislation? And regarding sports betting, how likely are they to have it in 2019?
3: Yeah, good question. Massachusetts is a really interesting one. Uh, of course, it's where DraftKings is based, sure. which is now the leading sports uh, sportsbook providers in the United States, that's happened really quickly. And uh, Boston is also the site of uh, ICE North America, the conference in May that's gonna be one of the biggest gambling conferences in the U.S. now. Mm -hmm. uh, There definitely seems to be a movement towards Boston and towards Massachusetts for So, um, yeah, I think it just very much depends on how quickly they reach consensus on what the bill is that is actually the bill that's going to advance.
1: Does the fact that Rhode Island has legalized sports betting put pressure on Massachusetts to move forward with this? Because I know one of the places where you can place a bet in Rhode Island is only about 45 minutes away from Boston. So you would think that would light a fire under them to get something going.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes that stuff is more more psychological for the you know industry than... Than anything that legislatures actually care about. Um, it's a good talking point for for people like us, for sure. That, you know, why, why would you want it to be illegal when people are going to cross your border? We certainly say this about New York all the time, right? Sure. That's the kind of the, the exhibit A of all that. But, um, you know, that being said, I mean, every state just has its own issues and its own things to work through. And I think that what I keep coming back to when I talk about topics like this is it's not so much that Massachusetts is trying to decide whether or not to legalize sports betting. Like maybe that's what they're saying, but I think that I don't think anyone, I don't think there's a significant faction that doesn't want to legalize it. I think that it's, it's more a matter of, we're not going to move forward as lawmakers until, it's clear to us that everybody agrees on what it is that should move forward. And that's the that's the complexity at this point. It's not, um, you know, do we need sports betting, or should it be legal, it's, it's um, you know, who, how's the licensing going to work, who's gonna be involved in that, what's it gonna cost, what are the tax rates gonna be, uh, which ent- entities are gonna be involved, and how, and, you know, are outside participants gonna be allowed in, and so on and so forth. So I think, um, you know, until all that kind of stuff gets resolved, it won't move forward, regardless of what Connecticut, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire, and everyone else
1: do. You know, everyone's been waiting a long time for Pennsylvania to start online casinos. What's going on with Pennsylvania?
3: So, what's happened in Pennsylvania is that uh, the, the launch date keeps getting pushed back, and everything that I've everything that I've heard when I talk to people who are reasonably in the know there is that they want to have kind of what I would call a gunshot launch, kind of like a swim meet when they, you know, fire the gun and everyone dives in at the same time. Um, they, uh, they want to let all the online casinos and online poker sites and online sports books have a chance to launch on the same date. And, uh, you know, everyone who's ready at least by that date, that is kind of preset and that everyone knows about going in. And that's, that's what New Jersey did as well, so it makes a lot of sense. Um, and when I was hearing about this in, you know, maybe November, December, it sounded like we're, we're talking about something in maybe mid spring, April, May kind of time frame. but, uh, that was before the wire act opinion and the Pennsylvania gaming control board has come out and said that they want to proceed with caution and that operators need to comply with the wire act as, as is now currently interpreted by the DOJ and, uh, and that they were waiting to see what regulations, uh, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein comes out with, which we're expecting in the near future. And, uh, and so I think things are a little bit up in the air with that right now. There's definitely at least the appearance that there's going to be some delay from when people were expecting it, which is kind of, you know, disheartening because we've all been waiting so long already. It was around Halloween 2017 when that law passed and we still don't have online gaming in Pennsylvania. We're looking at uh, about a year and a half in now almost. So, um yeah, it's a little disappointing that things haven't moved faster there. But uh every indication is that it's still coming, you know, before mid-year this year.
1: You know, I kind of want to switch our attention to the corporate world and talk about the huge deal between Caesars and DraftKings. I mean, this one seemed to come out of the blue for me. What is the deal and what does it mean for both parties?
3: Yeah, um well, the The background is that uh, Caesars purchased some equity in DraftKings, and um, Caesars I think that both parties are gonna are gonna see some gains as a result of this. Um, exactly what those gains are, I think, remains to be seen because I, I think a lot of us are making assumptions that uh, may or may not be true about what this deal means. Um, for example, uh, I think everyone's been waiting a while to find out where DraftKings is going to land in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. in terms of um, who will be their licensing partner in Pennsylvania. And uh, FanDuel is already clearly coming in with Valley Forge, but DraftKings uh, had not announced a partner and still really hasn't. And I think a lot of people assumed right off the bat that, oh, well, DraftKings is coming in with Caesars. Myself included, that was the first thing I thought. Was, sure. Oh, DraftKings will, will be a partner with uh, Harris Philadelphia, um, which is owned by Caesars but uh, the, the sports bank regulations in Pennsylvania actually only allow one skin per licensee, so they wouldn't be able to run a of or Caesars on, like, his online sportsbook and DraftKings. They can't do that. So um, it's still not clear to me that, that DraftKings would be the only sports, sports betting grand through Caesars, it seems actually kind of unlikely. And um, they might still be in partnership with Penn National or, or with one of the other, uh, one of the other casinos, even though they're partly owned by Caesars, which, you know, to me it just adds a little bit more complexity and confusion to the entire situation because Drafting works with resorts in New Jersey, sure, sure. and could potentially work with yet another company in Pennsylvania while being partially owned by Caesars. So um, I, I think there's a lot that still needs to play out here. But what's clear is that Caesars and DraftKings are going to be tighter than they were, and uh, and. The, they're looking to capitalize on each other's assets at some point.
1: Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at MyPillow.
2: Ooh. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD plus <laughs> free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16 because without it, no, no free, free stuff. stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com.
1: You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh,
0: yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them.
1: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Adam Small from usbets.com. You know, you raise a a great point. One of the things I read about the deal was someone brought up the fact that, you know, these online providers have to have a brick-and-mortar partner to be licensed in a state if you're using the New Jersey model, and someone thought that was a huge advantage. And sure, it's an advantage, but I'm not sure how big of an advantage it is yet. I mean, is that that big of an advantage to have already a partner who's licensed into state if you want to be online component of it
3: yeah i mean i think i think it's very hard to tell sure. i mean uh i think you know people people underestimate maybe how much infrastructure users has already built out on their side I mean, they have an online sportsbook in new jersey too it's not as big a drafting yet but um, they certainly put some some effort and some uh, and some capital into that so um yeah i mean i think it's I think it's really hard to say, but um, it's very clear that DraftKings is aggressively pursuing their position in the U.S. sports betting market, both online and retail, um, more aggressively than Caesars has to date. And I guess one possibility in all this is just that, that Caesars lets them run with it, that DraftKings becomes the one that's, that's um, you know, trying to, trying to be the main brand for them. But I just, I kind of doubt that that's the way it ends up because... Um, it's not like Caesars owns DraftKings out right now. They just They've got some equity and a partnership of sorts. And, and so it's really hard to, uh, it's hard to suggest that Caesars would just back down for their own position in that market.
1: You know another partnership deal that recently occurred was between top golf and points I, I think it's a good move mm-hmm. by both parties. Can you give us an idea what this deal entails for both parties?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's pretty – it's kind of like stuff that we've been hearing about Buffalo Wild Wings sure. for a while.
1: That Buff- What's that? Yeah, sure. That's the thing I thought of. Oh, it's like the Buffalo Wild Wings kind of – kind I, I guess they didn't make a deal yet, but I, I know they want to get into something like this.
3: Yeah, they've been – Buffalo Wild Wings have been very open about their desire to have sports betting available in their restaurants, at least in states where sports betting is legal, and, uh, you know, whether it's as a skin or as an affiliate or – you know, as a marketing partner or whatever, but some sort of situation where you're actually able to make bets at your table in Buffalo Wild Wings, which is really interesting. And I'm sure it's not the last we'll be hearing about it, and, and not the last company we'll be hearing about doing that. But it sounds like Top Golf is very much moving in the same direction. Um, I think, you know, mostly I would call them a marketing partner. Um, but uh, the idea behind it is that when you visit Top Golf in uh, New Jersey and potentially other states in the future, that there will be places within the facility where you can, uh, where you can make bets. I don't think they're going to have a retail sports betting counter or anything like that, but, uh, they will have, they will have, uh, places that are sort of dedicated to like a lounge or something along those lines. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I think it's exciting news, uh, largely because, uh,
1: You know, it was interesting that the news stories coming out in New Jersey was that, no, you can't place a bet at Top Golf, but, you know, points bet will be present. I I always made the joke in New Jersey, every sports bar is a sports book because, look, you have the game on and everyone's looking at their phones and looking at their tablets, and you know that's what they're doing. So this kind of partnership made total sense. So do you really see this paving the way of other partnerships between sports betting operators and non-gaming businesses?
3: Definitely, I mean, I think that's, that's 100% going to happen. And, um, and I think it's going to happen because it just makes obvious sense, like, like what you're saying, that you know that people are sitting yes. there looking at their phones, looking at how their bets are doing, um, making bets probably on offshore sports books. And it just makes sense that, uh, companies like Top Golf, like Buffalo Wild Wings and like probably many other types of places that people go to watch sports are going to be looking for ways to add revenue by more tightly integrating the sports betting experience into the
1: we're running out of time, but as always, I'm a lot smarter because I talk to you about things. And I just, want to remi- I just want to remind everyone to keep up to date on everything that's going on in the gambling world by going to usbets.com. It is the number one resource for gambling, casinos, and sports betting news anywhere. Believe me, I can't do my job effectively if I don't read usbets.com every day. Adam Small for usbets.com, as always, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Thank you, David. thanks for all the kind words. It's great I'm to be sorry. back on. And that's all the time we have this week for House of Cards. See you next week.